Hey you guys, I want to start off by telling you sorry it took so long to get back to you. I hope you're doing well if you're out there and you're working on just being the best partner that you can be and I hope that it's going well for you as you're doing the best you can. So I just want to go over a couple of things, some updates and let you know how it's been for us on this side of things and give you some things to think about if you're someone who is the spouse of someone with tinnitus. So the main thing that I want to talk about first is just that no matter how bad it gets, in my experience, that doesn't mean that it's going to be that bad forever. So that initial spike that my spouse had has begun to subside and become less as far as she's able to function and she's not in a sort of ongoing traumatic experience because of her tinnitus so that's just something i want to tell you in case you are out there and if you're in the middle of a big spike now of course every person is going to be different i'm just telling you what our story is i thought it was going to be potentially the worst it could ever be and i thought it was just going to stay like that because that sure is what it seemed like for the span of a few days even a week but then it started to subside so what we did was we just went back to eliminating anything as far as diet wise for her it's gluten and it's salt and it seems to also be running or any extra challenging exercise that's more cardio related it seems to get her tinnitus to act up quite a bit she has been able to lift weights moderately so we have like a dumbbell or a barbell that has 15, 20 pounds on it, and she can lift that, and it doesn't seem to aggravate or spike her tinnitus. So that's been a very good thing, so she can still feel like she's exercising. And she's also been able to be on an exercise bike for 30 minutes or so, and that hasn't seemed to cause any issue. The main issue that she had at that point was walking slash jogging. That seemed to really make the tinnitus spike so that's what we're experiencing as far as what we're making adjustments to is we're just making sure that the amount of exercise that she does isn't too taxing and that we think at this point that it has to do with head movement we're not quite sure because we don't really know exactly what we're dealing with but for her it seems that it's a matter of a lot of head movement makes the tinnitus worse and then also we're finding that heat does something to it as well so if it's a hot day and she's outside walking then it seems to trigger it as well so it's just something that we're realizing still just doing the best that we can to figure it out the main thing that we found i found recently especially today is that stress seems to be at least for her and our case again i'm not an expert in tinnitus i'm not a doctor She's not an expert in tinnitus. This is just my personal experience of being someone who loves and cares about someone with tinnitus and me just doing the best that I can to stay positive and adjust however I can and learn what I can to be the best partner possible. So this is that information just coming from these experiences. And so today she's in a bit of a spike And the reason that we think it is, has to do with stress. So, for example, we had uh, an appointment this morning, a phone call appointment this morning, 
that was scheduled for what we thought was 10 o'clock, but was actually 11 o'clock. And I woke up at probably 9, and I realized that, and she was still asleep. And in the short term, we've been sleeping separately, which is something that you might have to get used to. Don't, you know, be too alarmed about that. It's an emotional difficulty in its own way. And it's just we found that it helps her to sleep better without intrusion. So we just give her the space. And at the same time, so this morning at 9, I woke up and I realized, oh, the appointment's at 11 instead of 10. In hindsight, I wish I had texted her and let her know, but I didn't. Uh, I just didn't. I went back to sleep. And so she woke up at 10, kind of panicked, thinking, oh, no, we're missing the appointment. And so she woke me up and got me. And that stress, that initial jolt in the morning seems to have triggered her tinnitus. At least that's what she's saying. So we're keeping an eye on that pattern because it's all for us, at least about patterns. And the pattern so far is that anything very much in the morning, in, initially, if it's stressful or if it startles her. Remember, I might have meant, you might have listened to another episode where I talked about one morning. I was standing next to her and I just, something fell out of my hand and it fell on the ground and made kind of a startling, you know, what it sounds like when you drop something. And that triggered her tinnitus. So it seems that in the very beginning, in the morning, what I have been doing is just keeping as mindful as I can about low energy, quiet, soft, don't make any sudden movements, try to be as calm as possible so that she's not feeling any sort of jolts. Because again, we've just seen the pattern two, three, maybe more times where something stressful just in the very beginning of the day, when she wakes up, it just spikes it. And now she's in the space of all day. She has to kind of work through it and until tomorrow. And then we try again. So what I'm learning is that in the mornings, try to keep any of those sudden, unpredictable things out of her experience the best that you can. That's what I'm doing. So I, this morning was tough because in hindsight, I wish I had told her not to worry about the appointment it's not until 11 but I didn't so that was kind of a setback so today you know she's going through it and she also had a doctor's appointment today as well so that might be another contributing factor to why her tinnitus is acting up a bit so that again the point of that is what I'm learning is just no sudden movements try to be as calm as you can try to protect your partner from any unpredictables as best as you can and don't bombard them. That's what I'm learning. Don't bombard them in the morning with issues or challenges. Just let them wake up slow and at peace within their own time. And that, so far, I've seen has given her a better shot at having a less tinnitus sort of day. The other thing that I'm finding is that my anxiety or my stress and how I process that and what I do with that seems to also impact her as well. So if I'm a little bit more anxious, we have some things happening in our life at this point that is just causing more uncertainty and shifts and moves and all these different things and work stress. And if I'm not managing my anxiety or my own stress effectively, I think that's also something that's been easily triggering her tinnitus to be a little bit more, which 
it's a tall order in a way to be as calm and still deal with the curveballs that sometimes happens in life. But, you know, we're here to set the intention so that we can really just be the best partner and spouse that we can. So what I'm working on is just keeping my own anxiety or my own stress levels down with my own challenges. And it's not easy to do. You might find yourself thinking, well, you know, I've always relied on my spouse to be that support, to be able to vent to or to share what you're going through. And I'm finding myself more and more just kind of having to keep it to myself. And luckily I have um, support systems outside of her that I can go and and get that support and verbalize or vent or however, and that's been very effective. So just something to keep in mind that, you know, from my experience, the stress that I carry or my mindset or my thought process, my positivity, it really seems to hinder or say activate her tinnitus. So again, I just, you know, these are the things that I've recently discovered and I'm just kind of keeping the best that I can to keep coming back on here just to share what I'm learning. I know that it's not a typical kind of podcast, I guess. I don't know. I've noticed the listens have been increasing. And because of that, I want to make sure I come back and just share my experience. And and I wish you guys all the best wherever you are in the world if you're going through this. And even if you have tinnitus and you're listening to this, maybe this can be something where it can give you some insight into what your partner is thinking or your spouse is thinking. And at the same time, if you're out there and you're doing the best that you can to be a good spouse through the challenge, I send you all the love and all the peace and all the patience and kindness and strength that I can. And I just hope that you can find peace in knowing that you're doing the best that you can. That's what I'm looking for myself, just to take one day at a time. It's easy to get caught up in feeling guilty or ashamed that one thing that you did or didn't do increased the stress for your spouse that maybe increased their tinnitus. It's tough to feel that. It's tough to know that. But at the same time, we just have to take accountability and keep doing the best that we can. So again, just some general ideas again, and and I hope it's helpful. And I hope that you guys are, again, doing what you can. Remember, even if it's as bad as it gets, from my experience, it, it has the possibility to subside a bit. But there are things that you can or don't do that you can or shouldn't do essentially that can help, which again, as I discussed, keep the stress down, no sudden movements, no jolts in the morning, give, give them, I'm giving her probably about an hour just from the moment she wakes up to just nothing of substance or consequence as far as like, even if there's an issue, hold off, give them time to just kind of think about it and, and so that they can think about their own standing that day and find a good balance for themselves. And then you can, you know, begin the day as, as per the norm. Okay. You guys sending all the love and I'll speak to you guys soon. Take good care.